Welcome to Word of Life Family Church, where we strive to grow in our relationship with God, our family, and our community. We believe it's no accident you're listening today, and we pray you'll hear something to strengthen, encourage, and inspire you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Now let's get to the message, which is already in progress. Talk about We're talking about raising the bar. Uh, I want to talk specifically about perspective. It's already been mentioned a few times today, so that was a little extra confirmation for me that I knew that um, this would be what God would have us to share today. Uh, I don't know if you realize how important perspective is. Perspective, and I'm going to just be bold to say, perspective, I think, is everything. Uh, perspective can uh, be really important as we face life, as we face family, as we face you know different scenarios. I want to read a story for you. It was a young woman who wrote her mother from college. She said, Dear Mom, sorry I haven't written sooner. My arm has really been broken. I broke it. And my leg too. When I jumped from the second floor of my dormitory, I broke it. Uh, oh, that was because we had a fire. We were lucky. Oh, this young service station attendant saw the blaze and called the fire department. And they were there in minutes. I was in the hospital for a few days. But Paul, that service station attendant, he came to see me every day. And because it took so long to get back to my dormitory, uh, I moved in with him. He's been so nice. I must admit that I am pregnant now. Paul and I plan to get married, and as soon as he can get a job and get divorced, we'll do that. I hope things are fine at home. Oh, I'm doing fine. I'll write you when I get a chance. Love your daughter, Susie. P.S. Mom, none of these things are true. But I did get a C in sociology, and I flunked chemistry. I just wanted you to receive the news in proper perspective. <laughs> Not a true story, but I'm thinking maybe somebody needed to use this story in their school. Their perspective is important. Coming with life in the right kind of perspective is important. And, and so we're going to look at this importance of perspective. Now, some of you are like, I don't even understand. We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, perspective is so important that if we're not careful, perspective, our perspective or a world perspective or a self-perspective might alter or uh, adjust how we pray, how we go to the Father if we have an incorrect perspective. About once a year, it seems like God in his sovereignty and his amazement of how much he loves me reminds me to check my perspective. Uh, often, uh, some, sometimes it's more than once in a year. But it's important to understand that as I begin to walk this life, and I'll just, you know, be transparent Man, difficulties arise, and sometimes, if I'm not careful, I'll, I'll adapt to what I think I see rather than what is. 
So perspective, I'm going to say again, is so important. You know what? Let's do this. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your heart for us today. I thank you for your love for us today. I thank you for your word for us today. God, I pray in this moment that we would focus on your heart, on your mind. God, that we would focus on the things that you want us to be and we would focus now today on who you said we are. We thank you for reminding us that way. We thank you for being our Yahweh and calling those things into existence. So, Father, I pray in this moment right now that we would hear your word. We would hear your heart. Because, God, you have raised the bar and you've invited us to be with you there. Father, I thank you for these awesome people that are here in this moment or watching online. God, I thank you that by the power and the promise of your spirit that is present, that we will hear your word, we'll allow your word to seep deeply into our hearts and minds so that we can, so that it would bear fruit, your fruit. God, we thank you for it today. We love you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Adjusting my prayer, instead of saying things like asking for just things on my list, Anybody have a prayer list? Yes. Or even promises promised. Before we go there, I, need, I, became to, I came to realize over the years that until I can see from his perspective, I'll probably never enjoy or even notice his everyday blessing. That unless I change veer my perspective to who God is, who He says I am, who we are together, because we're a team, by the way. God teams up with us. And, and, and so before, before we can understand all that, we have to have His perspective. So on your handout, I proposed a question, and, and it seems to be the common thread between this message series. Is He starts us with a question. So the question is this, Am I seeking and seeing from my perspective or his? This is an introspective question. This is a, a, a pondering opportunity. Am I seeking and am I seeing from my perspective on these things? I, I see the circumstance. But am I perceiving it from my God or my lack? Am I perceiving it from my sin at times? Or am I seeing it from the righteousness that God calls us? I think if we reevaluate our, our lives a little bit, our prayer life, I think we'd be better off to ask God to bless our perspective more than ask for things. 
this is really important to me. And, and, and this whole message series started with Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Uh, and, and I told you before, it's, it's, it's become my life verse. It's become my life verse because I need focus. I, I need focus. I know I need focus because I can walk into the grocery store for one thing and come out with 14 things. And none of which I needed. But I was hungry. Perspective is important. The focus is important. And God reminds me over and over to seek first his kingdom. And that's where we started in the series. To, to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then all of these things. All of the things, they're coming. But if we don't see from his perspective, we we'll, may not recognize the things or the promises of God. I know this because we have an amazing story of a Hebrew people that had made amazing promises. They had promises and they had seen God move in miraculous ways. But for whatever reason, because of their perspective, their personal perspective even though God had promised and made a way all of the way through this exodus, if you will, because their perspective was more self and less about who God was, they missed the boat. So much so that they were 40 years wandering to what some say could be a day, day and a half trip. Because of perspective. I know that perspective matters because God promised them the promised land and they sent 12 spies, 12, listen, these spies weren't just random men. These were godly men. These were upper, upper crust men. This wasn't just anybody. These were priests and these were people that are upper coming. Read the story. These were good men. These were... Twelve went, two had a God perspective, and ten had a human perspective. So I know we need perspective, because if we don't, it could change our life. If we have the wrong kind of perspective, it could, it could carry us or navigate us to places that we never intended to be. So I think one of the most powerful things that we can ask God is to help us see the way he sees. Can I get an amen today? Amen. To be completely honest, in reality, the only thing that we actually can control, have control over, is over our perspective. Right? I mean, we can solve one problem and turn the corner and there could be another. Some days it feels, some weeks it feels more so than others. But generally speaking, you can get, oh man, I got through that one. Ooh, yeah. Boom. We can't control those things. Jesus said it best. He said, I've told you these things that, you, that in me you'll have peace. In this world you have trouble. But take heart. I've overcome the world. 
Jesus begins to adjust our perspective. They're going to face some things, some challenges, some issues, some losses, some tragedies, some hurts. But I've overcome the world. Reline our perspective. I believe over time, I believe with with God's help, I, I know that we can gain mastery over our perspective. We can gain His, we can put the master over our perspective. And I know as the battle gets harder, the rescuer, he can get more powerful. The more the waymaker can do that miraculous in our life. He wants to make us more. He wants us to fall into more of the supernatural. And often I believe it comes through perspective. Look at. Look at uh, Paul and Silas. They're in jail, hanging out, having a good time. I was just making sure you're here listening. Here they are doing good by God, doing the, doing the work. And they're thrown into prison for that sake. And this is where we see perspective. This is where, this is really a heart. God, I want to see a Paul and Silas kind of perspective in my circumstances. That even though they found themselves in prison, falsely accused, wrongly imprisoned, even though they found themselves beaten, even though they found themselves, the Bible says, in stocks or chains, even though they were thrown into the deepest dungeon, the inner cell, even though there was a guard that sat in front of them like, you're never getting out of here, fellas, kind of scenario. Even with all of that, their perspective was, it's time for a worship set. In that moment, they're thinking about the Father because their perspective is, my God is for me. Not against me. God promises that he'll take care of us. He promises that he will walk with us. And so I'm going to say it again. Perspective is important. A godly perspective is important. I I think often... uh, Here's what the Holy Spirit said to me. Perspective is so important because it often determines our identity or how we view our identity. If the enemy can come to steal, kill, and destroy, which is the only reason he does come to do that very thing, but if he can steal or, or, or rob your identity of who we are in Christ, if he can change the perspective, then we will constantly find ourselves falling short and we won't go to the Father because we're ashamed like Adam and Eve when they sinned. They hid from God. Because now their identity was wrapped up in sin. But God wants us to wrap our identity in redemption. That's the perspective He wants us to see. Does it make us perfect and we should walk to the best of our abilities to honor Him? 
to live holy. I'm not saying that we have a, a free pass just to live free willy-nilly. But that we have a purpose, and that purpose is that He has called us. First John chapter 4, verse 4 says, You, dear children, are from God. And have overcome them because the one who is in you, say me, the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So our point one today, our perspective is important, is this. Our perspective is a result of our connections. Um... Perspective often is the very thing. Let me, let me. Perspective often fuels passion, and passion is often the thing that causes action in our life. And so, if if with this in mind, if I have a wrong connection, now connection could mean it's kind of a broad term. A connection could be the people that we hang around. Or it can be a connection of uh, past experiences. Sometimes we fall into a trap of, uh, I know that they say, what, what's the term, experiences, the best teacher, something like that. Uh, we, we need to be careful of this truth. We need to be careful of that statement. And, and so... As we look at perspective as a result or a connection, what are we connecting to? What is the perspective is really a byproduct or result of our connections or our associations. The perspective you have right now about life is 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 or your spouse or your job or or your abilities is a product of the connections that you've made. Can I say like what you fed yourself with? Or whom you fed yourself with. Um, the reason, one of the main reasons I, I know this is true is it's playing out in technology. Uh, they, they've figured out a way to tap in to this truth through social media. Did you know that? That social media, the algorithms, whatever you... Whatever you or whatever they pick up that you want to believe, they're going to continue to show you the things that you want to believe. And and they do that so that they can then sell your information to marketers, to salespeople, so that they can hopefully get. So so they're driving in social media. Now, sorry if you're all anybody or social media creators. I'm not trying to. But I'm trying to get, they, tap it into, they tapped into a truth, a God truth. That God knows that if we're, what we associate, what we hang out with is what we will become. In the kind of perspective in which we approach life. And so suddenly in the social media, we begin to think, everyone must think this way. And now it brings a division. And the enemy says, gotcha. 
Because where a house is divided, it will... I realize that there are wrongs, rights. I, I, I understand that completely. But I'm talking about perspective. I'm talking about instead of general, taking a general look, understanding that the enemy, he, he is roaming around like a lion, seeing who he can devour. And he often devours us by laying things in our eyes, associations and connections. So we will begin, he didn't have to do it. We begin to make our own connections. And in those connections, we say, ah, this is, must be the way life is this must be the way it works and i'm here to tell you that god said you are not of the world though you're in the world that he calls us to be aliens to live at a higher place in a different area because now we are raised with christ seated with christ in heavenly places and so when we see like god sees we begin to live at the level that god's saying that's what i sent christ for you for that you might see how I see you so that you might walk with the passions that I want you to walk in. Because when we're passionate, we'll do something. Unfortunately, I've been passionate about potato chips. I was just having a conversation with Matt Chuzzles yesterday. And he, he's adopted the same thing I've adopted. Don't buy them. Because if you buy them, they're empty. And then, and then I play this game. I blame someone else. I opened up and I ate the whole bag. And I'm like, man, these guys, they're not even giving us hardly any chips anymore. It's barely full. I look down and I've got the bag all, you know, I just, like there's like four chips. There's like 14 crumbs. You can tell. We begin to, to drive what we think because of the connections, associations and those kinds of things. And so if I ponder those things, I will find myself in those bags of chips. So I don't associate. I don't bring it into the house because it'll be gone. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. It's very plain. I could say, don't let your perspective follow the things of the world and what the world says. It says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. Then you'll see clearly. I can see clearly now. You'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ or the anointed one. Or you could say the good news of the gospel. Here's another scripture. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. And we also thank God continually because 
when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as human word, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. When you receive the word of God, when you hear the word of God, when you you, you accept the word of God, not as human word, but as supernatural truth, it's that word of God which will give you the kind of perspective so that you can accomplish what God has called us to accomplish. Because the word of God, that, that constant connection will lead us to what we do. Or, as this verse says, who will believe? What will believe about that? Now think about this for a minute. Isn't that the real meaning of maturity? Now think about this. Changing the way we think, uh, making it different or, or better, or, or maybe a, a more accurate understanding. Uh, for instance, um, you know, when I was a child, when I was a kid, and I would be scolded, my my connection was, oh, they're being mean to me, it's not fair, boo, boo, boo. But as I grew, I realized that the reason they said don't play in the highway wasn't because they were being rude, but actually, they were protecting me. So perspective, as we grow and mature, God is wanting us to use that perspective to help us to understand that He has great plans for us. My question is today, what are we connect what kind of connections are we putting ourselves in? What what kind of places? Now this is a cool thing. Um, we 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 can a lot of us we can we can get really great at one thing and then miss it somewhere else. And so we need to be careful that from that kind of perspective that we don't forget the things that we can work on and just hang out with the things that we're doing okay with. Get a pretty broad perspective. So what am I saying? I'm saying that God, I believe, wants us to keep ourselves focused on Him and the things of Him. And, and it's not because He's trying to be iron-fisted and mean. In reality, He really wants to protect you because He loves you. The other reality is that He also needs us. And I know that sounds weird. God doesn't need anything. But He's, in the order of how He created things, He created us to have relationship and in that relationship that we, he would use us to help further his kingdom here on earth. Our connections matter. Now, don't allow the enemy to steal this truth by getting offended. That's what happened to me originally. <laughs> Because I think, I don't know, maybe it's the American in me or maybe it's just 
the human in me. I'm free. I can do what I want. And that's true. But does that get me to where I really want to be? Does that heart really lead me to the place that's going to allow me to be empowered by the Holy Spirit, to be, to be used by the Holy Spirit, to walk in the Spirit or not? Aren't you glad I'm talking about me and not you? So when we learn to pay more attention to our connections, I think the more we can live in a correct perspective. And this is very important because this leads us to our second point. Our perspective will either become our prison or our passport. Our perspective will become our prison or our passport. Your perspective, my perspective, our perspective will either become the thing that holds us back and confines us to the things that we think are or what the world would say it's really an imprisonment or it could release you, our perspective could release you into the ways that things can be. The way that God designed for us, for your life to operate. John chapter 8. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But those who trust in the Lord and find new strength, they will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Let's raise the bar by checking our perspectives. Let's raise the bar because God said, Jesus on the cross said, it is finished. It's raised. It's done. It's complete. The veil between us and him is torn. We can come boldly to the throne. If we let the enemy lead our perspective, we'll never walk into an open door of heaven. That God promised for our lives. Perspective is everything. Perspective will cause us to look at things larger or smaller. That's why I like to have the camera a little higher. So perspective, I look smaller. Perspective. Will drive your daily. It's that important. How you see life, how you envision life, and, and we know, I know none of you are this way, but I know that there are some that we've come in contact with. It doesn't take but about 30 seconds. You know where their perspectives are. We call that the Eeyore syndrome. That's living well under what God has for us. Checking our perspective can be one of the most important things. 
Um, if you don't have the right perspective, it doesn't matter how it does not matter how beautiful you are, how rich you are. It doesn't matter if what you have. It doesn't. None of those things will matter if you don't have the right perspective. You'll never notice it. God has purposed for our perspective to be seen through the eyes of His truths. Again, I say it's not because He's just trying to be mean. He's mighty, He's sovereign and powerful. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but all through Scripture we see that it is powered. It is The underlying truth is love. He loves his kids. He, he wants the best for his kids. So he disciplines. He leads and guides. He, he, he asks to walk within the boundaries of his promises and his truths. But again, it's because he loves and wants to protect us. Perspective is important. I, I heard this, this story uh, just to kind of help with perspective, because sometimes as we're asking God for things, or we're going to God for things, and we're not seeing it line up, or we're not seeing the answer the way we want. And we talked right a couple weeks ago about expectation versus expectancy. But but I heard this really cool uh, story. Maybe one of you told me. I don't know where, where it came across. But imagine for a moment, if we will, um, the perspective of highway... Um, with cars that are parked on either side of the highway. And let's say that your child is on one side of the highway and you're on the other side of the highway. And from their perspective, it looks like it's clear to go across. But unfortunately, there's something blocking their perspective. And so you're trying to tell them, don't go right now. I, I can see it's not safe to go. See, God will often, we would be like, God, why isn't this, what this, and what this? And, and I think he wants to say, my child, would you rest in me? Because I see from a different place. I got a different truth for you. It's better. Listen, I'm higher. I, I've got a better understanding of what's going on. And so much so that I... Created you. Let God be the one that directs our perspective. Let God be the one that leads us in the way we should go. This week, dare I say, you might have an opportunity to check your perspective. I don't want to speak, you know, I'm not speaking trouble on you, but I, I do want to make us aware the enemy is a punk. That's like one of my new catchphrases, favorite catchphrases. He's a punk. It's probably a cuss word somewhere. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> He'll try to control your perspective that we make decisions that are wrong. So check your perspective as the... as 
if, if, if life is going wonderful for you right now, praise God. Praise God. This will be the time to begin to check your perspective. So that you're built up so if and when things might come, try to come against you, you'll have the right perspective. You'll be ready for the attack of the enemy. Say it with me. I've got to check my perspective. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. I'm going to let you out early, sort of. Earlier than two, anyway. It's all perspective. Thank you. When we begin to realize that we're connected... Listen, when we begin to realize that we are connected to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, when we begin to realize, when we begin to gain the, the, the truth, the true perspective, that the Lord of hosts, the Alpha and the Omega, is our Father. He is the King of Kings. If we begin to, once we begin to realize these things, understand that God is the Alpha. He's the beginning. He's the great I Am. When we get ourselves seen from that kind of perspective, this is when the things in our life begin to change and turn around. But probably because now they're angled differently, so they look a little smaller. That's how important perspective is. I go back to the first point. Perspective is the result of our connection, our association. According to your connection and my connection, listen, this is what the Word of God says. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you know that in this context of what Paul was talking about, he was talking about perspective. He was talking specifically about he had figured out a place where that even if he found himself in lack or more than enough, that prospectively, it didn't matter. So that when he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, he's saying that no matter what I'm faced, what circumstances are thrown at, if I'm in lack or sickness or any of those things, or if I find myself in an overabundance, and I'm like, I'm really blessed, no matter what, I won't change my perspective. In other words, I won't say, God, you're God, because I'm doing good right now, but when it's not good, I'm, you're not good. Because that's the danger. If we put perspective wrapped up in this or that, then we've lost the understanding of relationship. Listen, I think I'm a really good guy. But, sometimes Michelle sees another side. Thankfully, she doesn't make decisions about who I am based on those, those things. Can you pause that? Or There's music playing in the background besides Miss Jill. I'm getting ready to sing the lyrics. (laughs) 
Listen, as we as we are looking at this perspective, Paul is saying, and, and he's saying, listen, perspective is everything. Because there are going to be times when when things aren't firing on all cylinders, so to speak. But it doesn't change who God is, and it's not going to change who you are in Him. So we get we work day by day to keep our connections to the Father. To keep ourselves tied to the truths. So that we're not entailed by lies of the enemy. False news that the enemy gives to us. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God said this. Because of your connections, because of our connections, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Because of the right perspective, I can see clearly that God is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I want to look at the verse before that. It says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The connection is, in him the perspective is if you're in him you'll if you know him listen that word no I've, I've mentioned it so many times is intimate it's like Adam and Eve knew and conceived Cain kind of a knowing the truth the reality of God and who he is if we know the truth the reality of who God is it says it will conceive we'll conceive that truth will make us free we'll conceive the right perspective that will birth without within us the truth of God's word and we'll begin to live it out. But if we have the wrong, wrong connection, we'll conceive the wrong perception. Does that make sense? We hope you've enjoyed this message from Word of Life Family Church. If you're ever in the area, please join us for one of our Sunday services at 10 a.m. or for Bible study on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. For more information, check out our website at wordoflifefamilychurch.org or call us at 715-339-2207. Thanks for joining us today, and may the Lord richly bless you. Yeah.